Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unlimited Railworks, video game to choose anime podcast, and this time we are going to take a look at the summer season of anime, because it is just about summer, which is kind of crazy, but as we've said so many times on the show, time isn't real anymore. Uh, that's John, who's with me as always. Hey. Absolutely, yeah. We are uh, currently in one of the most liminal of spaces, which is uh, online in 2022. Yeah. Uh, nothing matters, nothing happens, but also everything happens and everything matters. Impossible to tell either way. Just kind of wanted to stop. Um, but we're not stopping because Maverick's also here. Uh, yeah, d- d- despite all of the haters that want me to give up and die and uh, lose everything in this world, I'm continuing on. Uh, the haters being Shikamori, the bastards in the cuck show, uh, the badminton team, the horses. <laughs> the badminton team? Well, no, they're, actually they're fine. They're, they're a I was going to say, like, what are they doing like, to get you? Just being aggressively mid? <laughs> yeah, being ag- being <laughs> aggressively mid. But, uh... Nah, I'm here, I'm kicking as, uh... Th- time is a flat circle, because I feel like just a year ago, I was probably spouting out something much similar. Or wasn't even on the show at all, because of all the bullshit going on. A lot of bullshit has happened, uh, over the last year that you would not be blamed um lv was not going to be here but then is here hi lv that's right sometimes life is unexpected (laughs) most times i would say um uh as far as i know i i don't have enemies this season um Um, at least not out to get me intentionally i think that energy is going to maverick because we are watching the same thing so unfortunately i think I have dodged them, and he is taking the brunt of attacks that should have gone to me, I think. Uh, <laughs> Rest in peace. Including the horses. Yeah, the horses. Even the one that just died recently. It, it gave its final blow. <laughs> it died because the vibes were off. <laughs> it died because the vibes were off. <laughs> well... I think we were saying this beforehand, but the vibes are a little bit off with this season of anime that is coming up. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are exiting what is, I would argue, one of the best seasons of recent times. Uh, we got a lot of banger shows. We got what? We have fucking Kaguya Kong Ming, Spy Family, Birdie Wing, Baby Ghost, Baby so ghost. many things. Like, there <laughs> Again, was just so watching, much going on. I'm watching 15 shows and. I definitely felt like the fatigue of having to catch up with this past weekend, but I'm still, like, invested for the most part in most of them. Like, anything that I'm just kind of, like, glazing over, I recognize is in its last legs, but otherwise, it's been good. Yeah. Uh... It was definitely a good season for me to get into the habit of watching a lot of anime on my own uh, with my move and everything. Um, or figuring out stuff to watch with my girlfriend. But yeah, you know, it's, it's 
great season. Good season. Uh, whereas this is, um, hmm, it's a season. It's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns here, and I feel like a lot of the knowns are less than stellar. But uh, we're going to run through them all real quick. Um, let me get this started. We are going off of Annie chart. Not that it matters to many at home, but we are we're going off of Annie chart. Uh, if we miss anything, it's probably on like I don't know the live charts or whatever the other ones are. Mm-hmm. Sorry that we missed your weird obscure anime. If we did, um, but yeah. First up, we have Call of the Night, uh, which has the description. Wracked by insomnia and wanderlust, Ko Yamori is driven onto the moonlight streets every night in an aimless search for something he can't seem to name. His nightly ritual is marked by purposeless introspection, until he meets Nozuna, who might just be a vampire. Ko's new companion could offer him dark gifts and a vampire's immortality, but there are conditions that must be met before Ko can sink his teeth into vampirism. And he'll have to discover just how far he's willing to go to satisfy his desires before he can heed the call of the night. <laughs> uh, I think this is an etchy, possibly, um, from what I am gleaning from a cursory look at it. Uh, mainly because the vampire woman is not wearing any clothes. That happens. It does happen, like, but I, I feel, feel like, like... Well, I mean, vampires are a sexually charged thing. They are, but I feel like they're sexually charged because of the clothes they wear, not for the That's lack true. of clothes they wear, That's you know? True. I don't know. Like I the can puffy show shirt. you one unsexy vampire. <laughs> I can tell you many, but yeah, what's your unsexy many. vampire? Oh, you know him. We love him. Morbius, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't believe you. No. Are you setting the oh. day since any reference of Morbius? It, it has infiltrated every podcast by now. Yeah. And, and, and we were not safe, I think. Uh, <laughs> we were the, not the, the, I will say the manga for this is by the Dagashi Kashi person. So. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, it's hey, going to yeah. be itchy then. Gotcha. Those designs do look familiar. Yeah. What you you mean that guy that's in every anime? That's uh, oh no, I mean the women. Ex- the, the, yeah, those are very Dagashikashi women. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, uh, Alvi. How about we here? We can do this sequentially sure. through the Discord call. One, two, sure, three, four. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Are we just whoa, whoa, whoa. like po- you're like pointing? And yeah, we're just going to yeah, you, you, yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, I can. Uh, yeah. So, so these next two entries in the Annie chart um, website we were referencing. Um, so far, they're both uh, sequels and continuations. So one is a card fight. Three exclamation points. Oh no, two. I'm sorry, my eyes blurred there. It's two exclamation points. So you don't have to yell it as loud. Uh, <laughs> card fight. Uh, Vanguard will plus dress. Um, third season of card fight. Um, then there's a second season of Classroom of the Elite. So there's that. Um, next thing is an original series, at least according to this, uh, called Engage Kiss, uh, to be, uh, produced in, uh, by A1 Pictures. The anime set in Beilong City, an artificial island city established outside of any country's jurisdiction in the Pacific Ocean to exploit local natural resources. Okay. (laughs) It's basically, yeah, one of those. Um, in part, yeah, like a mining thing. In particular, the mining of the new energy resource... Or- Orgonium? Orgonium has resulted in an outbreak of D disasters by demons and assisties. Folks, you ever hate when you have a D disaster? <laughs> I hate 
hate it when a demon de-disasters me. Um, <laughs> private military, well, we're going there. Private military companies, PMCs, are tasked with dealing with these. We are just going there. Okay, military complex. Um, the protagonist, Shu, runs a small PMC. Oh, oh, okay. Through his spending habits. Though his spending habits have left him constantly penniless. A demon girl named Kisara does contract work at Shu's office and is constantly worried for him. Um, Kisara attends a high school in the city, in the island, and does everything from clerical work to household chores with confidence. Meanwhile, Ayano is Shu's ex-girlfriend. Whoa! An elite agent and a former work colleague in a major PMC that Shu used to work for. Okay, so the vibes of this description. So, again, like... Incomprehensible. Incomprehensible. So... You know, again, we, I think we acknowledged before, like, these are unfortunately, like, probably very quickly machine translated. Maybe someone skimmed them over and then did some little finagling, but no one really settled down to, like, really make sure these sound coherent and accurate to what these stories might actually be. So, again, some of these might also be inaccurate and just completely fucking off and weird. So, you know, they still sound very off kilter. But the way this has, the way, the way, reading this, are we just, are we just following their escapades in the office? Like, <laughs> like what is going on? It's <laughs> well, well, it's going like, to be like a drama. It's going to be sure. like, whoa, is he going a, to go with his ex girlfriend who works whoa. for the PMC, or the is military? he going to go with the nun? Yeah. Well, also, why does he look like the why shield hero? Nun? Oh yeah, <laughs> why does he look like a shield hero? Um, yeah, the nun was not mentioned in the description. Who I guess is again like the contrast to whatever demon stuff is. It looks um, like she makes out with the dude to, like, get her demon powers. Yeah, definitely. Sure, okay. Sure. Um, there right. are some shots of the ex-girlfriend in, like, uh, workout gear. Ah, yes, the the sportswear, okay. a zeitgeist. Um. <laughs> yeah, she was just, like, an exercise bike. Oh, here's the church lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she reminds me of Tack Top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting tacked up vibes from this. Sure. Yeah. Sure. This yeah, looks like yeah, shit. <laughs> I mean, it's A1 pictures, right? You got a 50-50 shot. It's either going to be good or just shit. Like, there's no between. I do love that yeah. uh, five people have listed this as completed for some reason. <laughs> uh, and 15 have already dropped it. So there you go. Good work. <laughs> like, I don't know if I like what I'm seeing from this description anymore. I don't, I mean, it's not resonating God, with fuck. me. The fact that, you know, this is the uh, next thing that they're doing after Kaguya-sama. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, can't all have you have kids. to chill out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make some some mid to bad after making. Lots I would of say bad. Yeah. Um, John, what is next on this list? It's the hell of a what is description. <laughs> extreme Hearts. The story of Extreme Hearts is set in the near future when the hobby of hyper sports, which are enhanced with special gear and power up items, has become popular <laughs> among children and adults alike. The story focuses the on. I mean, honestly, I think that's power up. What should be like? What are like? What is the power of <laughs> steroids? Like just yeah, I was gonna say like, is it just like they have cocaine on the course or something? Like, the story focuses on Hiyori Hayama, a second-year high school student who initially had no connection to hypersports, but after a chance encounter, this begins to change as Hiyori and her friends grow closer and pursue their athletic dreams. I'm okay. 
at I this mean, picture. The key art. Are these all different girls, or are they the same girl? <laughs> they the, look yeah, like is the, the is same this, girl. Is it as she? It says it focuses on this one girl, but it does say it focuses on her friends as well. They um, all have different it's eye a, colors. It is a, a group dynamic, and wow, oh, those are keep, different keep girls. Going. Those are different okay. girls. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It really does look like a like through the years. Through this the years, woman. she's she's going mm. to different sports. Um, I I don't like how this looks. I just I'm saying I, I don't like their stupid eyes. They look the same. Yeah. <laughs> they all look the same girl. Oh no. It looks very bland. It looks very bland. But yeah, I what are these power up items? Um, I'm dying. No, it's to like know. it's cybernetic soccer and football and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> seeing seeing the preview. Oh, it's like video. the VR golf they played in Birdie Wing. Kind of. And I guess there's also an idol component. Of course, there's an idol component. Of course, there is. Yeah. When they score a goal, what else are you gonna do? This is, buddy. What are we doing? I'd say what are we doing is more important to the one that Maverick has been unfortunately left with, and I'm really sorry. Oh boy. This is like. Not not to spoil what Maverick is going to talk about here, but they, they seriously just, like, picked three words, three or four words that were popular. <laughs> They're like, all right, we nailed yep. it, folks. We got it. This no, is it. I thought you were going to say that, like, at this point, it's a running joke that I have to, like, go through these kinds of I know, it really <laughs> is unfortunate. I, I need to start going in reverse instead. That's That's what I need to do. Like, it goes me, then you, then John, then LV. And then LV will have to read that and be tortured. Yeah, it turns. <laughs> Folks, we have Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. <laughs> that fucking title really is what John said. <laughs> Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. <laughs> Struggling I... with life and society, high school student Michi Okaga wanders about the internet and lands on an odd website the website featuring a number of questions and a point-based system allows one to create skills and abilities for a character upon completing his character kago was transported to a game-like fantasy world and reborn as a strong man who can claim idol level girls thus begins the cheat and harem legend of a reborn man kaga more like kaka <laughs> hey this is wait, like wait so he got fished he got fished and then he got sick. I I just like the what People is an idol level anymore. girl? What is yeah, an idol level girl? What maybe does like that mean? S-rank. Maybe it's like yeah. a weird it, it, maybe it's a weird interpretation the, uh, of like S rank or something like that. Um here are the ostensibly SSR pulls that are just walking around. <laughs> that woman just looks th- that woman looks like a two star. I'm gonna say right now on yeah. that cover. That woman is not <laughs> It's like well, no, we hired a pixel artist. There, there's going to be a joke about a girl with like a small chest. I'm going to be like, I'm a double SSR. And then he's like, not with those stats. And then it'll be like, yep. oh, you. Mm. I still want your cock. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of still want your cock, we got D- <laughs> Devil is a Part Timer Season 2. Uh, because that's what that show is kind of about. Um, I mean, it could also just be like. It could be they work it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have the baby in this one. That's all I remember. I read all these <laughs> when I was in high school. Great. Um, Does the baby work? 
What do you mean? Does the baby work? Does it make? Does it... the baby work in the in the in the? <laughs> I think it was fine. I don't. Yeah. I was a different person. No, I, was, I mean, does the baby? I was a teenage work? girl. No, like, what do you mean you work? Li- no, 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 no. Like, no. Okay, I get you. I get you now. I get you now. I get you now. Yes. <laughs> no, the baby, the baby the does not work. Okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> There's no child labor. Okay. Uh, I was like, do you mean like? Is it alive? Like, like, as, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh like yeah, yeah. Like as like, does the baby work as a story element? No. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Meant, like, does the baby also work as a part timer? Fucking, <laughs> who's on first? Ass shit, accidentally. I'm really sorry. Uh, but wow, yeah, that more like Rose Costello over here. Oh, <laughs> I wish. Um, but I but the, the the other anime in here, I know this one, uh, Lucifer and Biscuit Hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's an old <clears throat> yeah, it's good. One day, college student Yuhi Amamiya is approached by talking lizard Sir Noi Crisant. <laughs> Crisant immediately launches into a fantastical story. The powerful mage animist intends to destroy the Earth with his biscuit hammer, a huge contraption looming high in Earth's orbit. Earth's only hope lies with the princess and her beast knights, whose task is to protect the princess and defeat animus. Yuyi is chosen as the Lizard Beast Knight, and despite his misgivings, is quickly forced to defend himself from a golem created by a mage. By the mage, sorry. He is saved by his neighbor, the princess, Asahina Samudari. Good lord, this description for it. Yeah, all. Just, 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 is, just, just, get through, just get to the meat. You just gotta get to the meat. I'll just, uh, it's just about this dude, and he has a lizard, and it talks to him, and he has to come to terms with, like, us, I want to do this magic thing, but I, do I really? And it's all, like, you know, spirit circle planet with style, like, more, like, introspective analysis. Um, a lot of, like, you know, fantastical ridiculousness in order to, like, get to a further point of, like, the human, the inner human soul, or what have you. It's good. It's good. I recommend it. Uh, I recommend I, reading it. I don't know about the series, but I was gonna say um, I'm a little worried for the Lucifer and Biscuit Hammer fans out there because uh, that that trailer they showed looked like shit. It did not look great. No, there was no animation really in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this separate moving. from the uh, production video that's in the uh, preview now? Because this looks not awful. Or is it? Well, no, that's a dude just floating. I see what you mean. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I, I do remember yeah. this, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like something that's really supposed to be super dynamic and fun and action-y, but then a it's lot of the teasers they drop in is not showing what should be that, you know? I think they could... The weird thing is, like, it is very much a series that is a lot of talking. Sure. And it's, like, insane yeah. to me that they couldn't just have, like, a lot of... Like, like, why can't they budget their animation, if you get what I'm saying, right? Like, right. why can't they, like, just have a lot of talking and then have decently animated fights or something? Because it, right. it does look uh, pretty rough. I mean, I don't feel like the studio has a lot of money to work with in the beginning. They worked yeah. on Thermai Romai Novai, which mm-hmm. is fine, is definitely as well, but I, I do not believe that budget would have a lot to it in the first place. Which is strange for this is their like the fifteenth an- or more than fifty like twentieth anniversary of this or some shit was why this was announced I think. Uh, it's kind of reminding me of when they did that twentieth anniversary for Sorcerer Stabber Orphan. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then... it's this very like mediocre anime. <laughs> oh, this is the uh, studio that adapted My First Girlfriend is a Gal. Oh mm. boy. 
it invaded I heard decent things about but uh, real quick I'll take this since I've had to watch this wretched series uh, is it wrong to pick up Girls in a Dungeon 4 is also happening you'd think they would have fucking figured out if it was okay or not yet uh, <laughs> see this I is one of... I hear decent things about don't listen to those people they're lying oh, to you oh, oh, oh. <laughs> alright I'm I sorry I had to watch so much of this Maverick and it's so fucking bad that... is, is, here's my question then is it trash in the way you think I would appreciate no no okay it, if you want to see like like for real, the last season was the thing that made me. So like the first two seasons, this was like, all right, this fucking sucks, but whatever, man. Like it's just generic ass fantasy isekai type shit. The third season is has it all. It has like insane misogyny because it's all about sex workers. It has racism because they decided to make the sex workers all like you know Arabic themed. It cool. has just like absolutely no through line to make any of it make any sense whatsoever it's rancid it's rancid it's bad it's real bad bell cranel right. is sucks ass is the thing also as a like you'd think he, with like he sounds like a kirito type dude right like he's gonna be like a he's the little hero boy who does everything right but he just fucking loses all the time and there's no growth. Like, anytime he wins, it's just because, like, a strong woman did it, and then they say, wow, it's because you did it, Belle, and there's no... Hmm, I'm, I'm not too much brain power de- devoted to this. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, El- oh, God. I, yeah, every hi. new... Hi, LV. This one yeah. looks really... <laughs> well, well, hold on. Isekai Oji-san uh, by Atelier Pont Dark. I'm not familiar with that studio. 17 years ago, Takafumi's uncle fell into a coma, but now he's back like a man risen from his grave. Soon Takafumi discovers two bizarre things. His uncle treasures video games above all else. And while comatose, he was actually transported to another world as some heroic guardian. Now, not only uh, does Takafumi have to room with an uncle who's literally magical... He also has to catch the guy up on two decades of history. Smartphones, high-speed internet, modern anime tropes, and the traumatic outcome of the 90s console war. Um, I'm really curious as to how much this is really dedicated to actual isekai versus, like, okay, here's a here's a kid who has to deal with, like, um, this, this curmudgeon old guy who's, who's, who's stuck in the 90s, so to speak. I have heard a lot of people are looking forward to this. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, a lot of, like, the gamer, retro gamer dweeb types oh. on Twitter. Mm. Because apparently, th- apparently, like, I-, I don't know if it's just the mangaka or whatever, but, like, this, the, the, the manga of this goes real in on the Sega references. Like, you can tell that this person's okay. a Sega nerd. Yeah. So, that's kind of why they seem to be into it. This just seems like it's like a Sega otaku joke fest, yeah. basically. So, okay. like, which is why sure. it's specifically mentioning the '90s console wars because it's like, yeah, he he was a Sega fanboy and Sega lost, so he's distraught about it. Mm-hmm. Listen, if this gives me an episode that is just a retrospective on the Dreamcast, I don't mind it. <laughs> that might be what's in it. That might that might happen straight up. So yeah. Also, I at least give it props for being a show that's like, no, you're out of this. Like, 
you can have the memories again or whatever, but we gotta deal with the now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's at least doing something different, and I applaud it for that. <laughs> the bar is in hell, and this yeah. movie needs to at least mm-hmm. be in the dirt. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about the composition of it over whether or not it's like, does he go back and forth between his 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 virtual world or is it all told? Like, yeah, I'm curious as to how this story's so. told. Maybe yeah. there might be like flashbacks, but yeah, I'm that's sure interesting. Just, like, yeah, so it's not really an isekai then. It's literally it's like just post. It's a post isekai. Yeah, and arguably it's not an isekai at all. He was in a coma. Like, well, okay, to be fair, that's like a, the common thing, but like. That's yeah. I don't. This yeah. This sounds like an interesting approach. And also, if it actually is kind of like accurate in terms of like depicting kind of that subculture, that could be really interesting. Look, I'll. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna probably check it out. You. You know, mm-hmm. I. I gotta check out the the Sega nerd shit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let y'all know how it is. I guess. That'll, right. That, this is something I might. Hey, I'll probably be there else. with you. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I guess I got I gotta hit this next one here. Which seems like an actual isekai. <laughs> Why are they always ten years old? <laughs> <laughs> That's when people become a Pokemon trainer. Oh, oh right. <laughs> shit. Okay. This is a parallel world pharmacy. I, yeah. See, like this this is fucked up because it's it's like giving us like a mixture of the English and Japanese names. I don't fucking know what their deal is. Um. But yeah, this is parallel world fan- the pharmacy here. Uh, yeah, it's a, a young pharma- pharmacologist and a researcher in Japan died from overworking and was reincarnated in medieval parallel Europe. <laughs> Not so, medieval yeah. Europe, parallel Europe. Yeah, so he's reincarnated as a 10-year-old apprentice to the famous royal court pharmacist has attained inhuman skills, the ability to see through disease, material creation, and material destruction. <laughs> So this is just trauma center, I guess. You could see the lines. <laughs> yeah, he can, he he's can gonna read uh, pentagrams. Yeah, he's gonna do a pentagram on someone's kidney to save Fucking them. Trauma team owns so hard. I only Why have did the first we lose trauma it? center game. I need. I, I, I gotta. Oh, I gotta. Trauma team's one. the insane one. That's, that's the, the one, really. Right? Yeah, that's the insane yeah. one that I think has the pentagrams and stuff. Oh I'm no! Sure like all of them. They all like, yeah. one or two. They all have that. Okay, I couldn't remember. I just know that. Listen, I remember from the old YouTube dub of someone yeah. made over like a trauma center game. I know full well. <laughs> I just I remember vividly like trauma team being the most insane one for some reason. It probably I, was because of the fact they had to keep that energy for all parts of the operation team and not just yeah. like, the surgery room. <laughs> Yeah. It's like one one of the doctors was a criminal. They freed from jail because he's the only one who could do it. Yeah, you're not just fighting like devil viruses that are actively like dodging your ultrasound laser. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, why did we lose that? Can we go back, Atlas? Instead, please. Instead, we get we get parallel world pharmacist. Like, why are they ten? Like, I'm I genuinely. I don't understand. If you're going to make a series about like pharmaceuticals and shit, why ten? Why ten maybe years old? Is, maybe this is just like the next step, the 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 Japanese societal thing where they're like always kind of hung up on high school because that's the last time that you feel free. 
So maybe it's like, oh man, we can't even do fucking high school anymore. Like you have to worry so much about tests and shit. So now we're going back to being 10, which like, I kind of like, you definitely hear so many people like even over here just being like, man, I wish being a kid. I, I wish I was still a kid. I wish I was watching the same shows. I but was then watching, they, you know? they so, like, kids do adult stuff is what makes it insane. They don't even do kid stuff in all these series I like Bookworm that I love. She's never fucking hanging out. Oh god, I I gotta show this PV shot, POV shot on the goddamn preview video. Uh oh. Cause, ooh wee. Is it a lot of fun? Love to post stuff in the podcast room and have people be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh. I'm laughing at this. He's dying. He's dying. <laughs> POV, you're watching a child die. <laughs> He's like that These fucking my dying orangutan picture. <laughs> oh my god, it is the <laughs> Oh, good lord. He needs oh, and the that sick must be the, phar- the sexy pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Damn, lady. Uh, <laughs> can I get my anxiety pills? Pen- penicillin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god what a nightmare alright let, let's continue though there's still more insane bullshit I don't know what the fuck Joshin Chan dropkick is oh you know it's insane <laughs> it's horrible it's getting the third season it's like a I think it's a shorter episode I might, might be wrong it's just a fucking insane series about dropkick my bullshit. devil yeah, it's just bullshit. It's all bullshit. Not in like a necessarily bad way, unless maybe there is, but it's just There's insane. a lady that's like goth, uh Yeah, and there's Alamia is the main character. God, I'm forgetting Marine, there we go. Oh yeah. There's some live action stuff. Yep. Sure. There's a Zoom call, I guess. It's literally just an insane program about these insane women killing each other or whatever. Alright. I think we need at least one of those uh, per Yeah, but I want, like, a Kill Me Baby instead. You and I both want Kill Me Baby to return, but that's not gonna happen because Japan is fucked up and they don't understand. You're right. They gotta let... They gotta. They should have just let Sonya do all the coke she wanted. That's what she needs to deal with fucking all the stuff that goes on. Yep. Shameful. Sad. Sad. <laughs> all right. Let's see what we got here. Kamikuzu Idol. This one is from a manga. Yuya, one half of the boy pop duo Zings, may be the laziest performer in the Japanese music industry. His partner is out there giving 110% every night, and thankfully, he's quite popular. But Yuya's half-assed, sloppy dancing, and his frankly hostile attitude toward the audience has the fans hating him and his agent looking for any excuse to cut him loose. The career of a pop idol just isn't the path of easy leisure and adulation Yuya expected. After a particularly lifeless concert appearance, Yuya meets a girl backstage. She's dressed to the nines in a colorful outfit. She's full of vim and vigor, and all she wants from life is to perform. There's just one problem. She's been dead for a year. This is the ghost of Asahi Mogami, the beloved singer whose time on the stage was tragically cut short, unless... 
If ghosts are real, is spirit possession really that much of a stretch? Wait, she right. ratted, did she ratatouille him? So, she like... <laughs> that's what it seems like. I was oh, just say, no. I love when these anime insane. have fucking, like, insane editorialized, like, opinion pieces about the work <laughs> as, like, the Ooh, description. This... So, I, I like the premise. This CG for the dance sequences looks not great. Mm-hmm. Never looks great. There are some that look better than others. Like, uh, say what you will about Love Live and, uh, Wonderland <laughs> Saga. There is, the animation is at least, like, not, uh, detrimental to the actual performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure, it's, it's, a, this is a comedy, and they probably, sadly, just didn't... <laughs> You get a lot of budget for it. Um, but if that's the promise, that that's that's potentially insane and fun. Um, we'll see. Yeah. God, this next one's a fucking mouthful. Good luck, Rose. <laughs> okay. Kinso no ver mail. Gakapuchi majutsushi wa saikyo no yakusai into maho sakai wo suki susumu. This is... <clears throat> well... Royal Ortigia Magic Academy Alto, on the verge of f- failing the summoning magic class and having to repeat the year. Oh, okay. Alto is his name. Yeah, okay. Uh, stumbles upon a grimoire and draws a magic circle, summoning the sealed demon Vermeil and ma- making her his familiar. She has been a feared devil, in quotation marks, <laughs> since ancient times and possesses tremendous power to cause disasters. Vermeil, as a familiar, necessitates magical energy on a daily basis, which she obtains from Alto via passionate kisses. I would love to insult this, but I have no ground to stand on as a Fate fan. So, um, Lilia, Alto's childhood friend, grows envious of their relationship, while the students are also taken aback by the unprecedented familiar. The royal road fantasy of a magician on the edge of failure and an unhealthy devil sister begins. Oh, sister? Sister? <laughs> Maybe it's another character. <laughs> fuck? Oh. oh, this is actually as fuck. There's some boobs, like, right out the jump. She's reaching a hand down some pants. Yeah. What else are they going to do? Yeah. What else is there left to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Those are the only two things you can this do. Like, breasts and... Uh. I do love that the, uh, the, the, uh... Annie list forum post for this is just too much fan service, but K, bro, didn't expect this for real. Can't wait for the boobs and kisses. Don't expect such a good vibe for long though, since there will be some sad moments. <laughs> there is more to it. <laughs> Crying boobily and breastily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, LV, what about this one? I don't know anything about this, but it could be good. Uh KJ File. Um, there is no information on this whatsoever. I tried looking it up too. Uh, I'm gonna be says, honest. I, I think this is like the uh, this is like the oh, it looks like it's it's like the police station to confuse sure. Grandma when she's in the store for Kaiju Number Nine because that doesn't have <laughs> yet. Sure, sure. Um, the story is set in a world where unique Kaiju suddenly begin to appear in various places around the world. Members of the United Nations Monster Observatory will explore a world where Kaiju's would create powers and humankind live together 
The United Nations Monster Observatory. Yeah, the United Nations Monster Observatory. Somehow does more than the actual United Nations. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be like a shorts anime. Um, but yeah, there's, there, hmm. isn't, there isn't a lot of... Um, there's like no images for it that I'm able to find um, beyond uh, this, this promo title we're seeing with the silhouette. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah, it's not real yet. It's 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 an anime that allegedly will exist uh, in July too, pretty soon. But there's nothing of it I'm seeing. Um, so yeah. All right, John. What do we got here? Um, let's see here. This is um. I got I got. I'm I'm trying to look at the English titles for these. Um, the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. All right, that sounds kind of good so far. Uh, Kirishima Toru is the right-hand man of the Sakuragi crime family. For him, the job is a perfect excuse to let his violent instincts run wild, earning him the nickname the Demon of Sakuragi. Seems like nothing will stand in the way of his vicious nature. But then one day, he receives an assignment like never before from the boss, babysitting his daughter. Is the heartwarming, or is it blood-curdling, story of a little girl and her Yakuza caretaker? I mean... Not a bad idea. I mean, I it kind of makes me wish that we had another season of um, what's it called? What was that show with the girl and the yakuza guy? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Hinamatsuri. Yeah. Yes. I wish we had more Hinamatsuri. Oh God, it was me funny too. as fuck too. Mm-hmm. I this sounds really fun. I love I love the classic guys who shouldn't be fathers try to be fathers thing, and it's like you know a group of them. It's t- tail is all this time. <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. Isn't yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at the Hinamatsuri like Google page. Remember the little girl who just becomes a bartender? Oh no! Who's so fucked up? Everything that happens <laughs> in that show to all of those women is so fucked up all the time, the except for Hina. Like she's fine. Hina's Hina's fine. He told me it's like dealing with it. The hot lady who just turns out to be a whole disaster, and that just is like stapled for the rest of the show. Ugh. I gotta rewatch it. I like. It's good. I watched it. I rewatched it like last year. It was. It's still fucking funny. I remember the episode where they're all like going like bar hopping, and that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. Kuro no Shokanshi or Black Summoner. Oh wow, creative. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Waking up in a strange new place with no memory of his past life. Kelvin. No. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> hey, he looks, is he looks like a Kelvin. <laughs> What's the temp, no, Kelvin? I knew, I knew one Kelvin growing up. He played the tenor drums. He was all right, but uh, it was... <laughs> Like, I, also that guy I, also, was like, I also I also knew a Kelvin in real life too, and they are exact they are they are exactly what a Kelvin is. I think <sighs> Kelvin was the dude who was starting to try and get into music uh-huh. in a way where it's like he started to be an asshole about what people listened mm. to. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think he's mellowed out now, but oh, I just anyway. like what it goes on where your parents name you Kelvin like what's going in their heads like what happened to them did they have like were they sick and they were just like uh Kevin oh they mispronounced Kevin yes they can just sense the vibes <laughs> this is a Kelvin <laughs> <sighs> 
Kelvin learns that he's bartered away those very memories in exchange for powerful new abilities during his recent transmigration, heading out into a whole new world as a summoner. With his first follower being the very goddess who brought him over, uh, Kelvin begins his new life as an adventurer, and it isn't long before he discovers his hidden disposition as a battle junkie, from the Black Knight of the ancient castle of evil spirits to the demon within the hidden cave of the sage. He revels in the fight against one formidable foe after another. Join this OP adventurer in an exhilarating uh. and epic saga as he and his allies carve their way into the annals of history. I'm glad you became chills. <laughs> Because that's just what it's into you. <laughs> what the fuck Number is 21, going on? Kuro no Shokanshi. I'm, I'm um, losing my mind. Like, I just... My main thing... Like I said, I know I've been saying this for years now. I'm so sorry, but... Who's financing these? Kodansha. I know, Probably. but what are they... Like, what... Like, I guarantee you they got better pitches than this and they were like well let's fucking go with fucking kelvin i think kelvin will fucking really resonate with the masses you know i don't know i really don't i don't know kelvin yep Okay, sorry. I just really... Um, Love Life Superstar yeah. 2. Uh, this is disappointing. The only thing I know about this is this is disappointing because people are really liking Love, Love Life Superstar that I know um, because it was focusing on four girls instead of the generic eight that they do every time. Uh, they're adding four more girls. Ah, okay. So it's going to be normal. Like, again. You know, fucking it up. They're blowing it. They're blowing it. Um, Licorice Recoil, a cafe serving delicious coffee, super sweet treats, and more. From deliveries more? to chaperoning <laughs> to getting rid of zombies and fighting a giant monster, just stop by for a consultation. No matter the order, leave it to us. It's another A1 Pictures joint. Again, potentially can Let's be fun and insane or... Yeah, just, I'm watching the trailer yeah. right now. Like probably not Prince's principal level of insane, but if it if it if it tries to uh, recapture that energy, I can I can go with that. I think just <laughs> I, I again like the clips we're seeing so far too of what they're. It's so interesting. Like what a lot of a lot of stuff recently, or maybe this was always a thing because I never really bother watching a teaser PVM. Just I just see like a press release like oh okay cool cool show cool key art. Um, why do they choose the clips they do? Like, a lot... They keep choosing, like, a bland domestic scene for something that should is not that, you know? Like, like why are you just yeah. showing them talking? This is an action series. Please show what should be, like, the peak part of the series, right? Um, yeah. You know? So, again, another weird another weird thing that is not... Is, is getting a weird marketing treatment where I don't, I don't quite see what what this show is supposed to be about beyond the character art. Um, <laughs> which again, I don't know, maybe it's still not ready. And that's, that's kind of concerning. Uh, <laughs> that's, you know, I, I think this has a chance to be cool. I, I, yeah, I wanna, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I the character designs are cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, an I original see. series. So. Yeah. 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 Another Let someone else one pictures. Yeah. 
Let someone else. Maybe try this is first. the good A1 pictures. <laughs> All right, LV, what's up next? What is up next? There is a second season of Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss, the golden city of the scorching sun. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, but now, what is this thing after this? Mamahaha no surego ga motokano data. Um, I, I. Oh, I got you. Um, oh, you got. You're the. Thank you. Um, uh, yes, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ah, high school. That's really what it says. Ah, high school. Is there any better uh, place to start fresh after a horrible middle school relationship? No. Let me out of here. Not unless your ex is uh, ends up at the same school as you and is now your step sibling. What are what was supposed to be a century of peace where uh, one could never avoid ever seeing her again? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't scroll that. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> uh, has become a living nightmare. It's a, why is this written in first person? I'm gonna uh, I'll read it as it is. Everywhere That's I look, I see her in my house, in my school, in my class. <laughs> there was <laughs> this fucking, there's no escape she even claims that she's the older sibling like the hell she is like i'm offended that this girl okay but i won't lose to her after all i'm the older water at older brother in this new family situation that's right we're family now no matter how much we may have thought we love each other before we saw one another's true, true colors and we weren't meant for each other that's all that is why even though we may keep up a buddy buddy sibling act for the sake of our parents things will never go back to the way they used to be um, that was horrible, horribly written. Uh, again, machine yeah. translation, probably. Uh, <laughs> um, that's a no for me. I mean, I just, I just really don't like... Really? Why? <laughs> no, I'm sure this is fine. No, but I, I really realize I don't think I like rom-coms based around, you know, like, misunderstandings. Uh-oh. Um, like, I too much. I feel like I... This is I even a misunderstanding. Like I, I, I think I get too it's frustrated. Like... Um, yeah. It's, oh, I used to date somebody in middle school, but now our parents are hooking up. I guess I'd have to feel a way about this. Yeah, it's definitely, like, an awkward and legitimate, I think, uh, concept to explore. Um, but I don't know if I... <laughs> I feel like if I would watch this every time, I'd just get really frustrated. <laughs> oh, I bet. I yeah. mean, as someone that no. is currently watching Separated at Birth... <laughs> Uh, cuck like land. Yeah. One flew over the cuck's nest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and, I, I, and I know people too in the past who have recommended me to try to check out something like Domestic Girlfriend, which has the weird, which has a weird similar premise of like, uh oh, uh, past lover, but now you're unfortunately like legally family, you know, family sort of soap opera thing. I'm like, uh, and that's been kind of my hesitance with it. I think too often because of my be, being a victim of like, as I think all of us have went through, stuff that turned into, like, incest, and we were like, no, why? Or stuff that, or just the, the fatigue of, like, legitimate, like, why is this playing off incest like it's a funny thing? And it's, yeah, um, as, as we've been saying. But I, I think in general, I just don't want something that stresses me out, uh, <laughs> which is, yeah, I choose to watch bad things anyway, which, which stresses me out anyway for other reasons, as, as, as some of the stuff I talked about this past season I dropped. Um, but it could be fine. It could be fine. It could be an interesting, uh, 
it's it's labeled as a rom-com it could be you know like you know there could be like a lot of weird interesting things exploring like whether or not they feel it's okay to go back together or i'm sure like other things but yeah probably not for me i don't think yeah it doesn't sound like it's bad but it's just like oh god oh no um just feeling the secondhand anxiety from what from trying to consume a story like this will be really bad for me <laughs> all right john what what do we got what do we got all this shit's bad, Rose. Yeah, I know, All but we have shit. to fucking cover it. You know, look, 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 yeah, look, look, look what do we got here? What's second core of Orient, we, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, fourth season of Overlord. That's insane to me, but yeah, <laughs> go off, going. I guess. <laughs> what's like new? What's what's fresh? What do we got? Prima doll. Okay. Prima doll. Prima Doll is a project which centers on autonomous mechanical dolls, or automata. They work at Corone Cote, a coffee shop that sits at the corner of the 5th District of the Imperial Capital. However, they originally made as weapons for a great war that ended a few years ago. Now they've been restored and dressed in shiny kimonos. Alright, so the Iron Giant 2, folks. (laughs) We are not a gun. Unless we're in Smash Bros. Then we can kill with impunity. Oh, see, I like the robot designs in this. The robots look fun. I think this was this is um, an original anime by Key, uh, the folks who made Canon Air Clonade, like like this... full on an anime. But and this is another another attempt at an anime that's not attached to a game. So this could this, this could is... be good or, or bad. <laughs> this is striking me as just Yokohama shopping log, but worse. Yeah, like I. I would rather see Yokohama Shopping Log anime is the thing. Right. Uh, which I watched after we watched, uh, or I read after we watched uh, Aria for the same vibes because it was pretty good. Combined combined with notes of like Violet Evergarden, even though she's not on it, but like it, it's yeah, similar, yeah, similar yeah, notes yeah. of like learning to re- regain or develop humanistic qualities after like a war or a traumatic event, like... You know, or if that's cap- you know, if that per- questioning if that person's capable of it doing it, you know, it's, it seems like that. All right, so <laughs> right here we got Renmei Kugun Koku Maho Ongakutai, Luminous Witches. The anime centers on a unique squadron of witches who don't fight. Instead, the squadron sing and perform music to protect the smiles of those who have been driven out of their hometowns by the new Roy. If you're thinking, hey, maybe these words kind of sound familiar. This is a Strike Witches spinoff. I knew it. Of course it is. <sighs> the ladies what with the fucking gun legs or whatever. The jet engine legs? Yeah, they're jet engine legs. But now they sing. Thank God. Yeah. I and need uh, something to mix it up. They need a slice of that sit. Maybe they need I a don't slice know. of that sinfo gear. I pie, love I the fucking hashtags they have on this website because we got hashtag L witch. <laughs> like, <laughs> hashtag L witch. L underscore witch. Uh, also, just gonna save us some time by going through the fact that hey, rent a girlfriend season two. Let's go. <laughs> Folks, what if it was a rent to own girlfriend? girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's gonna be so. Later, <laughs> yeah, Nintendo Play fucking coming out of the rent. This shit looking like the girl pass. 
Um, <laughs> they got they got girls. Yeah, on the it's blockchain every girl now. that blocks like me. That. <laughs> Which is false because I'm <laughs> simply perfect. And it's a, just a polite young man. Exactly. More and more people are saying this. <laughs> Okay. Gen Urobuchi is Wimpy. Ice Queendom. It's Gen Urobuchi and the fucking Blackrock shooter guy. We're just, sure. Fuck it. Uh, it could be good. And I'm basing that entirely off of it looks like it's just the series redone in a 12 episode season. Um, which means that they would probably cut out all the stupid horse shit and be animated normally um it really does like based on the screen the trailers and screenshots they've shared of it it really does just look like the series redone again like just scenes straight up unclear to see what it is in the end like i don't think ruby was good i'm sorry ever even though i watched a lot of it it has a lot of cool aesthetic ideas and trappings but it just cannot find itself ever. I mean, I, I don't think that is like damning to say, as many people will point out that this is the creation of a guy who did really cool fan animated fights of Final Fantasy characters, which I won't knock the quality of the work itself, but it's like it it, it is the same trouble as any Vine star trying to make a YouTube career. You are good at a six-second joke. As soon as you have to leave that parameter, you crash and burn. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think really when it comes down to it, it was just like... I don't think there were enough people, like, helming it in the early stages that it just, like... Even though they, it is clear they are doing some work now, it's just... It's not enough, you know? It's just... It's not enough to make up for those first three seasons or whatever um because that you know the beginnings where you do all the lore building right and then you're supposed to expand upon that instead it's just sort of an endlessly expanding thing uh eh. i don't know this could be good like i said if it's being written by genorobuchi it makes me laugh a lot at the concept <laughs> but uh we'll see how this is uh I think it's insane that this is being made. And it's very popular in Japan to, to make this. is the thing about Ruby B. Hmm. Uh, uh LV, sure. you wanna cover it? <laughs> yes, this, I will. The I seasonal trend. I'm happy to cover this. Uh <laughs> Psyching Yazuda maid got Ayashi. Uh, the maid I recently hired is mysterious. There's something really strange about the maid I just hired. No normal person could be so beautiful or cook such amazingly delicious food or know exactly what I want before I even ask. She must be using magic. A spell is the only thing that I can explain why my chest feels so tight whenever I look at her. I swear I'm going to get to the bottom of what makes this maid so mysterious. This is created by the woman who made the great Jehi, who clearly has established she has a particular fondness for a certain type of woman. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, from my yeah. understanding, I know nothing about this series beyond the fact that there is no plot to this. It literally is a weird 
POV series from the perspective of this young boy who's probably processing he has like a crush on this hot maid really there is nothing like I, I, it truly is just like a weird slice of life thing with a sexual undertone from, you know of this little boy trying to navigate his feelings for this maid but doesn't quite understand them and that Bullshit. he probably just has a crush on her right you know whatever cool <laughs> can she make oh yeah mainly man dinner I don't think she can <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it just exists for that her the the Vagica's own weird power fantasy over loving big titty tan girls. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know what the I don't know what the, I don't know what the deal with this is. Uh, it's it's just gonna be whatever. I probably. <laughs> Jai's funny, yeah. yeah Jai's Jai's funny, I gotta watch more Jahi, yeah. though. For Jahi reference, this is Oh Yeah, Manly Man Dinner. Uh, <laughs> folks, if you can't tell, I've recently gotten Robocopilled, and uh, oh, okay. it's really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, Shadow's House is gonna get a second season, which, again, will be interesting, because it, it's, it, it's going a direction that is different from, apparently, what people felt like strayed from the source material. So it might be committing to that, or I don't know. Finally, we get fucking Full Metal Alchemist 2003, too. I've wanted this for so long. We haven't had that in a while for any uh, sort of adaptation of anything. No, we haven't, because they just wait for things to get finished these days. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, or they follow along, like, exactly the same time. They or they just f- say, fuck it, I'm going to end it short. Yeah. Um, and there's still Prince of Tennis shit happening. There's always um, going to be Prince of Tennis shit happening. Oh my god. The <laughs> the the weird fucked up time travel oh. movie. <laughs> oh yes. I think should be releasing this summer. Oh. Oh, I got to double check that. And it's in 3D too, which makes it more insane. Wait, the time travel Prince of Tennis movie? Tra- there was a movie that yeah, there it's in 3D and they time travel in it. Yeah. What? Real yeah. the Prince of Tennis. Yep. I think that's out. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, it was out in theaters in May. <laughs> it, this was fucking buck wild to witness, to talk about. It was. It was insane. I guess I wasn't here, huh? I wasn't here for that no, one. No, that so. was the no. one where I think it was just yeah. me and Yeah. God damn. Yeah, listen to this fucked up one, John. It's yeah. fucked up. Alright, John's turn here. <laughs> Shine on, Bakumatsu bad boys. Yeah. Let's see those bad boys. Let's see what they're doing. In an era where samurai controlled Japan, the masked demons annihilated all but one member of the Shinsengumi, who had worked to maintain the peace and public order in Kyoto. Seven criminals are chosen as substitutes for the deceased Shinsengumi members. And they are led by Ichiban Boshi, whose parents are also killed by the mass demons. Okay. I mean, yeah, it just sounds like it's going to be like a... This is a really popular trend recently between this and the, um... There's a couple other series. I know one of them's the, uh, fucking Kodaka. I can't remember the name right now. That me and Trixie watched. Mm-hmm. She went, she went the, the criminal one. I don't remember. Uh, but... Yeah, this weird, like, nether criminals, and they're going to be fucked up, and, I don't know, it's weird. I don't don't like it. You're telling me we're some kind of suicide squad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They keep doing that. It's heroes. 
Yeah. You're telling me we're some kind of. But they're bad not even guys. heroes. They just, okay. Yeah. They're just fucked up. <clears throat> I do like the animation on this, from what I'm seeing. The art style reminds me yeah. of Shaman King. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think they have anything to do with each other. And it's got like this tattered, like paper yeah, style to there's it. There's a texture over it. Yeah. I remember there was something. something. Something recently like did a similar filter, but I think this one does it a lot more using more pronounced colors for something that could like definitely draw out the saturation, I think is a good way to balance it. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh let's see what we got here though. We got Shine Post. The idol unit Tings has big dreams, but only small achievements, and is not very popular. The best manager in the world. <laughs> hey now. Yeah, because they're called fucking, fucking tings. Love tings. I'm a Tings fan. <laughs> it's just idol Tings. <laughs> the best manager in the world was supposed to be their savior, oh. but I'm not interested in being your manager. The man who shows up is Naosei Hinaki, a man with no motivation. However, he has a special power. This <laughs> is the story of you and the girls shining brightly to become absolute idols. The best idol entertainment begins here. Note, the first episode had an advanced screening at Tokyo's Yamano Hall on May 14th. Alright. Is this another fucking POV show? What is this special power? Oh, this totally is a fucking POV show. No! <laughs> I'm scared of all of those. Scared. <laughs> Girl, why Why is your top... Why is your white shirt, like, see-through enough that you can only see the top of your sports bra? What's going on here? Because <laughs> she's sweaty, obviously, so it's only uh, that dog, part. That don't feel like sweat. <laughs> that... <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. Oh, yeah, it is weird. <laughs> yeah, the animation just doesn't what feel are we right. Doing? <laughs> this is not okay. Let me get these next two. Uh, real quick, so there's a another season of Shoot, Gold the Future of Football sure. anime. I just want to read this one line. Atsushi Kamiya, a former captain at Kakagawa High School and the world-renowned courageous captain for a famous Italian soccer team. Okay. We love him. Uh, anyways, the next up is a we smile know. of a Ars Nostria. Ars Notoria? Ars Notoria. Mm -hmm. Ars the Notoria. animation. This is the story of the fun-filled daily life of girls who strive to be true ladies while being educated and trained in magic and learning proper manners at the dorm-based magical academy of City of Ashram. Is this a gotcha game? It's probably a gotcha game. Uh, yeah. Um, I, it is based on a mobile game, I think, of some capacity. Great. I love, love to be a true lady. They're just hanging out, I guess. Why would you play? I guess princess make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the goth girl, whatever, the emo kid. <laughs> They're on that cover. Yeah, she's not even looking at everyone else. She's she's, she's in her pissed. own zone. She's pissed. <laughs> she doesn't want to see that weird activity happening behind her. <laughs> she's making the right choice, to be quite honest. <laughs> All right, what do we got up here next, LV? Sure. Um, sorry, sorry, demo Ayumu wa Yosetekuru. Um, 
the story of a two-person shoji club, the senpai's obsessed with shoji, and making her expressionist kohai confess. Um, this is a teasing thing, isn't it? It's, this seems, this sounds very similar to just teasing shows between two people. It's like, oh, you know, like ch childish romantic play, sort of forehead girl, forehead girl energy. This just sounds like that. I don't know what else to say about it. That's all it says. It only gave me one sentence. Um, you know, and I guess to, uh, wait, I didn't even get the English title. Let me double check what that means. Even so, Ayumu draws closer to the end game. Um, okay. Or when will Ayumu make his move? That sounds way better. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, this next thing, though, another isekai, basically. Uh, Tensei Kenja no isekai life. I, I don't know why I say basically, because it has isekai in the title. I apologize. I just <laughs> glossed, glazed over. This Di one is like Di the is most isekai as. isekai. Yeah. Like this is all of I like when you read this it. description, like it is all of them. Second my, class. My isekai life. I yep. gained a second yep. class and became the strongest sage. <laughs> um, I love doing that. Sano Yuji, a black company employee, and when they say black company in Japan, they mean companies that outright have been like, um developed a negative reputation for their uh how bad they overworked their workers and yet i guess but for some reason the city doesn't do anything i don't know honestly <laughs> so here's a warning list of companies you should not work for but we're not going to do anything about it um that's what they mean when they say a black company a company that's like you know a black mark or like a blacklist in a way um so Sano yuji is a, is a worker of one such company that overworks mm -hmm. him and he gets summoned to another role while trying to finish his work at home again from the assumption he probably could not finish it at his work, his at one work hours, um, his profession in the other world, a monster tamer. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Digimon. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's considered a job that makes it difficult to become an adventurer. However, thanks to some slimes he met, which read several, which, thanks to some slimes he met, which read several magic books, the slimes are him. He gained magical powers in the second. Oh, this is hardly written. This is this is not. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Let me give me give me a moment. He meets some slimes, and he's 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 skilled up after you know taking some time to train and read. Um, and then he realize oh, and then it just ends. The description just ends. <laughs> I'm sorry. There is more to this. I I read I, I looked this up. There's more to this. This whole thing is the whole typical story. He gets isekai. He's he has an unusual gift. Um, and he's able to power up quite quickly. He's trained, able to train quite quick, but he ends up raising the slimes and weaponizes the slimes to his advantage, to his gain. So yeah, he, that's like, kind of what's going on there. Wow, I've never seen that before. Sure, I'm yeah, never, yeah. I'm just thinking uh -huh. about fucking insane that this anime that I'm about to describe is getting a second season soon. Yeah, yeah. But fucking yeah. by the grace of gods, which yeah, is this yeah. fucking series right. about this eight-year-old who just yeah. has a bunch of slimes and he makes yes. them do laundry. Right. And that's the whole show. Yeah, yeah. I think this show does, like, deliberate 60 FPS in some points. No! Oh, it's no! I don't know if it's all the time, but there are some shots that I'm looking at that I'm just like, why does this feel weird? Finally, the 4K Demon Slayer 60 FPS. Oh, I don't <laughs> like some of those shots. God. John, this seems normal. 
it's more normal than the other stuff. I don't. Does it? This one. Yeah. It's a scream it. Tappin. Tappin now, right? <laughs> There's a, there are many exclamation. Yeah, there are so many exclamation points. Tappin. Separated from the other tappin, I think. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because um, there was a. Uh, I think there was a previous anime. Yeah. Um, Yayoi Sakamoto, a diehard fan of comedians and comedy acts. Enrolls in the private Kazuki High School in Nanba as the starting point. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. It's a show about jokers. It's a show about <laughs> girls doing comedy. Bunch of fucking clowns, this one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Just it, yucking it up. It, this you is know, a I chance to just see a that. bunch of, like, this is- uh, goofball and straight man routines. I'm not gonna. Those mouths were animated weird. Here's my fucking problem. I just hope that it is actually about girls going to a comedy school and not here's what's going on with these girls. I guess they go to a comedy school, but this is about the, like I don't care. I want to see them doing funny shit. I want to see them having a good idea. I feel like if something is comedy oriented with girls, trouble with it has at least school. been doing a better job of doing that. Look, I just keep getting flashbacks about the fucking uh, tabletop game anime, which was just about <laughs> their problems and had nothing to do with tabletop games. The problems was also generous, to be honest, most of the time. It was just like... Man. It was bad. Man. That's fair. It was a bummer that it was It was bad. a real bummer, Maverick. Yeah. I don't know if you were around. I, that I was... didn't watch that. I was normal. Yeah, well, you weren't also, here. At- you weren't forced to be abnormal yet. We thought it would be good, is the thing. It sounds good, right? You hear, no, oh, that's these girls fair. are going to play board games. They're like, oh, fuck yes, let me just watch these girls play fucking Settlers of Catan or whatever the fuck for like 12 episodes. Yeah. Rose, they're bringing back Tokyo Mew Mew. They sure fucking are. Tokyo Mew Mew... New. Tokyo New New. Tokyo Mew Mew New. I'm very curious to see. I mean, it looks it's it's got the look, you know. It's could be fine. I see people getting exci- only time will tell. I see people getting excited about this and like. Was original Tokyo Mew Mew actually good? I don't know. Good is. A broad word. <laughs> um, I think it's there's interesting. A, there, there's certainly a lot of people very nostalgic for Mew Mew. It's very um, formative. It's very formative for a lot of people who okay. probably... It's interesting because like, there's people who really love Sailor Moon and they quite like... But then Mew Mew is, like, has its own separate thing. I feel like there, there's a Venn diagram of like, if you like magical girls, you will like all of them generally. Mm-hmm. But then that... Tokyo Mew I think is very separate from people who like It's Sailor a lot Moon. more pre-cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tokyo, you know, Tokyo Mew Mew came out like in a lot, you know, later, more later time where there it was closer to the, what the pre cure formula is compared to, you know, Sailor Moon taking a lot of notes from more old old fashioned Sentai, right? Don't forget uh, it also was a uh, four kids dub originally, so yes. mm-hmm. it also has the wrinkle of oh, it, it, are you watching of a particular the sub? generation? Very different. Yeah, are you watching the sub? Yes. Or are you trying to watch like the 
watered down version, so to say. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, I'll try and wrap these few up. We got more Uta Wareru Mono. Mm-hmm. I'm playing uh, that right now. There you go. So more of that. Chaos has taken hold of the land as a uh, conniving general unlawfully seized the throne. Damn. Hope they uh, fucked up. Hope they fix that. Uh, outside of that, though, then there's, I assume, a short form uh, anime over here. Yoda Waneko Toisho. When Futa comes home tired at night, all he wants to do is spend time with his new cat. All the mysterious habits and mannerisms of house cats are carefully reproduced in this relaxed and cute comedy about living with an adorable furball. So just cat TikToks and anime. Yeah, but, that does uh, just translate to nights with my cat. So, yeah. I hope they re- recreate like what it's like to watch like Sapphire the cat, my old cat do backflips off the wall randomly for like <laughs> a straight like five minutes just out there Maybe. vibing I, I hope they you know people need to know about this it's happening in our yeah. homes all right so here is something that i definitely didn't look at the last time i saw this chart and probably i'm gonna be interested in yure deco by science saru a new science saru show that sounds pretty good yep the story begins when Barry, an average girl from an average home, meets Hack, a girl who looks like a boy. Okay. Charmed by Hack, Barry meets up with the team Hack leads, the Ghost Detectives Club. Members of this club are socially dead, working invisibly within the digitally controlled society of Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> As she works with the group, Barry learns about Zero, a mysterious figure who lurks within Tom Sawyer's underground. Sure. <laughs> she and Hack decide to chase down this figure, and in time, the truth behind the city is revealed. I'm going to look at the animation, at least. We're in a simulation. That's what they're in. Um, yeah, the animation is interesting, because it's like very brightly colored and very... It's almost... It's Kiyosegiga-esque is yeah, what I was yeah. going to say. Not it's not like, one-to-one, but very similar. It's, right. If, if, if you do not know how to handle this well, it's not going to look good. But so far, it looks like it sells like the way it looks. Like, it's so brightly colored and kind of gaudy, too. Mm. And very, very, very jarring in a way. But it seems like so far, it, like, sells it and, like, makes it really... I like the really... song for the preview. Yeah, yeah. The song the song for the preview is really good. Um, so, so promising... So I promise showed it there for like what the music will at least be, so Yeah. But yeah, really weird story. So yeah, curious if that will it will sell it well. <laughs> if anything, all else seems to be good with it though. Hmm. Um, alright, I will run through the re- remaining things real quick just to yes. you know, get it over with. There's a couple shorts that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um you know, some things are keeping over like fucking Maverick's cuckoo show. Great. Summertime Rundown, which is still not in the U.S. Uh, which yeah, is I was going to say, we still don't have that. Yeah, It's not. Uh, and I just found out about Shoddy in the Suit, which is like, I guess I have a reason to watch this now. <laughs> uh, Awashi is fine. It's definitely taking its 24 episodes to build things up. Yep. I, yeah, these exist. Um... <clears throat> There's an Aikatsu movie. Aikatsu's pretty good. I recommend Aikatsu if you ever want to watch something insane. It's pretty good. Uh, there's an, for another Precure movie. 
Hey, now, don't just skip the backflip movie. I'm getting to it. Okay, listen. The boys are diving. They got backflip, exclamation point, exclamation point, movie. They're going to dive, if you can believe it. They're flip. Don't I'm confuse sorry, us you're right. dive. The you're boys right, you're are right. diving. You're, you're, that's <laughs> I say that uh, only because I did watch this one. <laughs> I, you did? Okay, that makes sense. Your passion for all those characters you remember the names of. Oh, you know it, like... <laughs> Mikey. Um, we got some Gundam movies. The Gundams going are still going. On. Yep. The next Rapunzel uh, got... G movie, that's what that is, yeah. Uh, okay. Next two. Uh, we got, what is this? Natsu Ino Tunnel. Sayonara no Deguchi. Um... Definitely something that is another, like, is this the post-Makoto Shinkai? Event? That is the tunnel to summer, the exit of goodbyes. Good yes. lord, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, Kauru this is the, uh, second movie by Clap. Oh. Yeah, they worked on oh, uh, Pompa okay. the Cinephile. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, that's that's pretty quick after, isn't it, too? Uh, Pompo came out not 2020. I believe it was a 2019. Oh, really? In Japan? No, it, okay. it was June of last uh, year. Me... No. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty quick. No, you're then. right. Yeah. Honestly, I, I'm surprised because most movie studios are like, hmm. uh, I guess this is based off a light novel, so it could be, you know, yeah. it could be fine. Who can say? I don't know. I I do worry about the Makoto Shinkaiification, um, but we'll see. Yeah. One Piece film Red. Fucking Osamatsu-san movie. Still going somehow. Another Penguin Drum film. I still didn't watch the first one, actually. Mm-hmm. Penguin mm-hmm. Rebuild, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Penguin Rebuild. Sarune movie. Hajimari <laughs> no Isha. Yuru Camp movie. Let's go. First. I know you all are very excited about that. First film to sell uh, your million tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yep they're gonna build it's a time skip too yeah because they're all adults now right and they're gonna it says they'll build their own camping ground yeah i'm gonna that's beautiful i'm gonna cry like a baby oh my god oh yeah. it'll be good it will be good uh, one piece film red i think also has a new crew member possibly debuting by the time it airs oh yeah Listen, a lot of stuff's happened recently in the world of One Piece. So <laughs> your, your boy's been catching up. Mm-hmm. Well, not no, mentioned in this li- not mentioned in this list because it was supposed to release in spring, but the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie was oh, supposed to right, release the in and it got delayed to June. And from you know from our recording, it will probably be already released in Japanese theaters. Um, I'm not sure what the North American release for it is, um, but it, it it yeah, that's that's another one coming up here. It, yeah. So yeah, it was technically supposed to be a spring release, but now it's an early summer release. And after you know, by the time you will hear us talking about this, it probably is already in Japanese theaters. Would be releasing June eleventh. Yeah. Rock and roll. I just ran through all these OVAs, and there's not really anything that's crazy. You know, it's like Boku no Hero, fucking Cinderella For Girls. Me, the real Akuma. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Thing. And it seems like it's another series. I love Rulakuma and Karu. Um, so it's I good. It's really good. It's so good. It's, it's so, so cute. Good. It's really good. Um, and yeah, again, another very 
very interesting how like uh, a lot of people don't realize Ryukuma's origins like was in like these little comic strips where it does show this un well not show right right but there there is this unseen woman who talks to him yeah um and and yeah the series that the, 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 so the stop motion is not entirely original it is actually based on that concept and it just develops her character more so yeah yeah I'm, I'm really excited to see what this is about um, um yeah i was gonna say then there's also um the uh, the two that have uh been on my list here that are down here for some godforsaken reason is uh fucking gojohan time machine blues yep, is coming the, the tatami galaxy sequel Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, very excited for that. That should be good. And also, oh, there's actual it. footage of it. I didn't realize. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like. And it looks exactly the ago, same. Yeah. They cap. They recaptured the exact same art style. Um, um. The other thing is Futo Pi, the Common Rider double anime, is uh, coming out in August. Yep. I, I I read a little about the um. The you know Gojun Time Machine Blues and. Some people clarify that it's technically not a literal sequel. Yeah, it's more like yeah, a, it's like a, these characters. Yeah, yeah, it's an AU essentially, so to speak. Of like, here are these characters doing something in a different scenario. So they they are going to regress and act like as we've seen them before the ending of the Tom, Tommy Galaxy, right? Okay. Um, my other interest is also uh, Sakai no Owari Nishiba Inu Tuto, which is literally the uh, Roman Apocalypse of my Shiba Inu. <laughs> it literally is just this girl taking selfies and doing goofy shit with her dog in like a post-apocalyptic city i i don't know what that will be like but the but if you look up the images of this thing which again it's literally it's purely just a get like oh it's a gag in an image thing i i you know and it's a for coma so to speak i would love to know like what what are they gonna do just to like you know um it, you know is it gonna be like a girl's last tour thing it might mm. be that vibe that'd mm-hmm. be interesting uh-huh but yeah, those are two that stood out to me particularly. For the Common Rider double anime, I'm concerned only be at how I will react to having to hear all these characters not sound the way they did in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Because they're all voiced by just normal voice actors. Mm-hmm. Instead of the, oh, that'll be weird, yeah. Yeah, I don't... If they get the wrong Philip voice, you know, that's all I'm saying. Like, it's, it's all going to go downhill. That'll um, be unfortunate. We'll see, we'll see. Um... But yeah, that's basically it. Uh, yeah. So, we did it. Uh, there's a lot of shit this season. It's fucking <laughs> rancid. This, this yeah. is bad. I am like, it's like, I couldn't believe. There was another isekai that was down at the bottom under special. I don't even want to read it because it's just <laughs> like, god damn it. This like, fuck me. Yeah. I... Hmm. Hmm. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what really resonates with me this time. Like, I might watch Devil's a Part-Timer. I'll definitely check out Lucifer Biscuit Hammer, even if it looks a little rough. But, like, I don't know. Like, maybe the Yakuza Child one, only because I want Hinomatsuri content, you know? Like, I'll watch Made in Abyss, unfortunately, because that one I've already sunk cost into. (laughs) But, like, other than that, I don't really know. I don't know if there's anything that really screams to you guys, but... I'm at least interested in Yuri Deco again. Like, yeah, I know that this is a uh, science are going to post Masaki Yuasa World, but also, like, any studio should be able to 
survive without its, like, head creative. Uh, of course, I say this in the wake of the, uh, uh, the, uh, Jeff Gersman, uh, exodus. But, uh, nothing else really, like, jumps at me. Yeah, I don't... Anything for you, John? Absolutely yeah. not. None of this seems really <laughs> uh, particularly interesting to me at all, basically. Uh, this might be a uh, catch-up season, which uh, usually just means I don't watch anything. But, you know... A uh, licorice recoil, maybe. Maybe. I, yeah, that could be good. That maybe. could be good. Here's the thing. I appreciate that they have a, a black character design in there that actually feels, like, thought out and constructed. Totally. It doesn't just look like... I, um, hmm. It's... I can see that they actually bother to like pay attention to the palms of hands mm-hmm. and that is like at least from an animation standpoint heartening to see in terms of just like people actually recognizing the landscape of the animation scene totally what about you LV is there anything um, on here real Akuma yeah, licorice, right but... licorice recoil and Yakuza uh Baby, babysitting shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> um, and there's definitely uh, like OVAs that caught my eye, but the problem is like where where will they be distributed? The only, the yeah. only thing for the only thing for certain is the real Kuma series. That's already like baked in into Netflix's yeah, Netflix. contract. So, um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, a lot of maybes. Um, for for me personally. Yeah, not particularly attached to the Time Machine movies because, again, right, it's one of those things where, yeah, I know, I'm aware this is, like, a, an alternate universe with these characters, but, right, the, the way the Tommy, the way the, the Tommy Galaxy ends, it feels so committed, right? And it's like, huh, I, I kind of don't care or want to know what happens to these characters otherwise beyond what was already concluded, right? Um, or what can possibly happen, so, yeah, it's understandably a lot of maybes. Not quite bad, but there definitely is like a lot of bad stuff that makes it hard. And I, I think for I think the biggest problem too is like a lot of these original ideas have very little nothing to work with right now in terms of like making a judgment call, right? It's sadly like sadly a lot of stuff that seemed good seemed like a wait and see situation, right? For blues, I'm at least interested to see where the scenario is rather than having to change the entirety of like uh, the scenario so that characters are presented differently mm-hmm. it seems much more like contained in its premise so might be some flanderization but also i really do just love the characters that like i'll be down to see those interactions come up anyway what about it no matter what happens it'll be anime once again That's so true. So true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Finally, someone said it. Um. All right. Let's do the normal show a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know. Just a tiny little check in. Um. I wanted to check in with you because we were talking a little bit about it before the show, and you mentioned it a little, Maverick. What have you been reading on that there Shonen Jump app? Uh. God, I've been reading a few things. Let me go ahead and just double check because that's definitely been more of my. Well, while still taking up everything else, I'm just seeing, like, you know, since I pay for the Shonen Jump app, what else is there for me to actually, like, read and get through? But uh, outside of One Piece, 
I started up Akane Banashi, which is this story about a young girl whose dad was a Rakugo performer, and seeing one of his performances, you know, this is sort of like, in the world of Rakugo, you have your openers, uh, mid-liners, and then the headliners of the show itself, and her father was supposed to do a uh, performance to, like, show whether or not he could be a headliner for the company that, uh, of the school that he was, like, a part of, and ultimately, the head of that school is like, oh, I'm dropping all of you, I don't know what the fuck that was, but that's not Rakugo, and we follow this, uh, girl six years later, where she's just, like, getting to the end of high school, and basically she's like, I want to do Rakugo so that I can at least show, like, what was good about my dad's performance, but also grow into this thing that I genuinely love. And it's good. It also, um, my last connection to Rakugo was Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. And that definitely takes a style that's much more subdued and deliberate with the way it presents Rakugo as a performance. And for those who may not know, Rakugo is sort of like this one-man show where a performer will describe a story. Uh, it It is definitely similar to stand-up comedy where it's like you have mm-hmm. an introduction of sorts, sort of like gauging the audience. You work yourself into a story and these are just old like folk tales and stories that have been passed down that have multiple characters or setting descriptors and you as the performer in like a, a seated like kneeling position are presenting all of the characters the story having to change your facial inter like doing like facial work doing voice work do- doing everything to portray the multiple uh, people in this one-man show and any props that you have amounts to either like a fan that you use for fully work or uh, presentation and maybe like a cloth of sorts very limited in its theater work, but, you know, that's sort of the art form to it. The idea that one person can create so much space. I'm only a few chapters in, but I really like it. And it definitely presents a beginner's mindset to Rakugo, where, like, it'll explain, like, oh, here's what the story um, that they're talking about. Or, like, here here's the story that is going to be presented and the general gist so that, you know you can understand, like, oh, this is what they're doing different with, like, their take on it. Or, oh, okay, so these are the characters that they have to present. I think it's definitely a good companion piece if something like Rakugo Shinju was a bit more dense, and it definitely feels dense with the way that it presents it, but uh, definitely not, like, shouted over. Me and Rebeko, fucking great gag manga where it's just a dude ripping on jump and like uh, the idea of a made to order maid service because it's a robot that's buff as fuck and she's great. That got an anime again, so shout outs. Uh, Sakamoto Days, which is what if there was a hitman who retired after meeting like a really lovely woman to be his wife. And now he's, like, kind of schlubbier, but he's still, like, a top-ranked assassin. And just going through the shenanigans of there. One that I recently, like, uh, started getting into again was... Or just started getting into was Shoha Shoten. Which is another comedy series. 
a lot of these I'm realizing are definitely focused on comedy, but this one is about a kid who, when his crush in middle school basically just moves to another town and is also just changing names because of the fact that, like, it's a whole divorce scenario, she's like, oh, hey, can you, like, help me out here? Can you, like, tell me something funny? A dog, I don't think I can. Well, you gave it a shot, catch you around. He, he's motivated to try and be a comedian to the point where, like, he's constantly giving out jokes to, like, a radio program. He's being featured every single day, but no one really knows who he is. And he gets a chance with another uh, comedic performer at his school for, like, a uh, festival performance to get a skit going. For the main kid, uh, he has, like, he's shy, he's very... Uh, studious of sorts like his dad thinks he's going to tokyo university but he wants to be a comedian and the energetic kid that he pairs up with is basically doing it because he used to have a partner but that partner died due to just like uh, illness and so he just wants to keep up this promise of just like being keep up the promise of like being a top-ranked comedian or just like spreading out the laughter as much as possible i like it so far it's a monthly serialization as well so it's a lot of chapters packed up per uh release and i think it's definitely showing a lot of a lot of premise it sounds it did remind me that I, I i it's really curious to me how it's such a specifically japanese concept to have the the jokes being read on the radio right the the, the type of thing yeah, it's, I mean, like, the closest we get is, like, a uh, morning zoo. Yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> it's like, but, like, even that's not the same. Yeah. That's just, like, like, the concept of writing a joke and having it be read. I remember being fascinated with that um, back when uh, Cromartie High School yeah. was. Oh, uh, <laughs> one of the one. I, I also really give the translation team a lot of props because of the fact that, um, you know, it's hard to translate comedy so that the joke lands but i think so far it's been doing a really good job and uh i just remember one of the jokes that they highlighted because like uh each time that he wrote down a joke he got like awarded a usb drive that like has the like taped joke or whatever and one of them was like uh question who's one person that you shouldn't give the death note to and his answer was a guy that keeps yelling kill streak after every name he writes down <laughs> <laughs> That is good. Yeah, I was thinking too how like Rakugo specifically, um, um, there there actually are a few like non Japanese performers who, who who are professionally Rakugo artists or at least have done Rakugo um, specifically. So so it is interesting how <laughs> how that does also translate, you know, in the context of like telling an English speaking bit versus like how like versus like does that you know like how is that empowered versus like a, a Japanese. Um, piece of prose, right? And it's it's and it's interesting how Rakugo is treated in such a way, like in the same level of like traditional theater in Japan and classical arts in Japan, where many professional Rakugo artists um, take on take on inherited names similar to Kabuki and no theater sometimes. Where well, not sometimes. I think they already do have to. Um, where their stage name is like you'll notice that they're they're like the 10th person of the same name like you know like um 
Let me read here, like one to name example, for instance. Uh, here, Hayashiya Shozo the Ninth. Like, he is the ninth man with that name um, in Kabuki to do a similar thing. It's because they are descended from, like, a known historical Kabuki actor or a Rakugo artist. Or the tradition is usually when they officially become a performer, they, they take on a name that they feel like manifests someone of the same style in, in the past and the history. Um, you know, you know, like, they, they feel like they embody the spirit of that person. Like, not, not literally reincarnation, so to speak, but for some reason they have, like, a, 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 a spiritual connection with whoever had that name previous. Because, again, it's the, either they do the same style performance or they feel like they do... Or, if, or they're, like, legitimately, like, again, like I said, a direct descendant of uh, that performer. Um, like, it's so interesting how comedy in Japan is just... <laughs> You know, you know, we, again, like saying, you know, the, how comedy on the radio in Japan, right? Like, there's, there, it's bizarre how there's no equivalent to that in the states, at least. Um, and yet, com but yet, comedy is treated as very much like a respected art form in Japan. Uh, like, and, and there's levels and degrees of it that are such. Whereas here, right, th there, that's the recurring issue of like, what, where does stand up fall in, like, in terms of the, if th in terms of theater entertainment, right? Like, it's often. It often is, right, shunned as the raunchy, trashy uh, genre of entertainment, right? Um, especially I mean, like, for the sorts the, of things that happen. Um, the peak of stand-up, it kind of just, like, ends at George Carlin a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And I definitely won't knock that. But, I mean, it, it's also a case where you see a lot of that later Carlin work. And yes. someone that definitely speaks to a lot of truth, and I think people do come to. But also, it's like... It, it becomes this thing where a lot of his work becomes musings, and I don't mean that disparagingly, but it's more so stand-up comedy is this weird thing where here in the States, it becomes a case of having a specific delivery and bit and attempt to go about it, where eventually you become successful enough that it just is a matter of, like, storytelling and just, you know, shooting whatever because, you know, the people like you, whereas... In Japan, it is much more sketch-focused or, like, situational uh, perspective. Hell, the pinnacle of sketch comedy here currently is Saturday Night Live, and that still has <laughs> and that's its own. Uh -huh. Well, I say formally, because then you at least have independent sketch comedy through, like, yes. I think you should leave. Uh, right. Like, uh, How To With Joe Para, or sorry, How To With John Wilson isn't really a sketch comedy, mm -hmm. but uh, there is definitely much more... A pervasiveness of like deviations from the norm but it's interesting to see comedy productions that definitely take a measured response at what it could look like it's really interesting i think how the converse there's been a lot of conversation recently about like the notion of how this form like this art form to an extent this genre this concept is being handled around the world like with that uh that rrr movie right yes. that came out recently mm -hmm. i think i've seen a lot of people talking about it and it really is just really interesting to think about uh in general just how the same concepts get changed depending on the co different cultures and the different parts of the world and what that benefit like how it benefits from that and how it suffers from it how it how it's different, how it's not necessarily worse or better, just different. You know, like, it's it's really... We live in an, an incredible world. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I just I just always think stuff like that is really fascinating. 
I got caught up in my own thoughts. Is why I was just being silent there. I was like, damn. No, that's fair. And I mean, I don't like finishing up with the anime report. One Piece just finished more or less the Wano arc. Uh huh. And that, uh, not just the, uh, you know, culmination of this chapter in itself, the arc in particular, but it really is just like a conclusion to about a decade's worth of character writing, storytelling that, you know, Oda's taken a month off and whatever's coming next is being labeled as the final saga, the final art. We're definitely at a point where everything that is coming up now, I think... I I don't think we're going to get anything necessarily brand new. But, yeah, it it, it is weird that we're getting closer to the statement, One Piece is over. It's that's gonna take ten years, though. You know, it like, is gonna take ten years, but uh, it's still it, it's weird to realize that that's gonna happen in my lifetime. Yeah, it's going to happen, right? Yeah, it's not just this inevitability like it was for so long. So many things, like Dragon Ball Z, is oh god. Well, yeah. they'll just make fucking two piece or something, right? And then it'll be in <laughs> Shonen Jump Plus. Nah, I, I mean, I believe Oda could definitely do more work in the world that he's created because it's just so dense but it definitely feels like he he feels like the kind of guy that like once this is over like i don't know what'll come next i think he's i think he definitely has been in interviews where it's like he talked with kishimoto once naruto is over and he was like oh yeah you know i want to make something that like once i'm done with it i can just go and live my life not having any regret or something like to that extent and I don't know. It's it's also weird that it's come out, especially like concurrent to the news that Berserk is also continuing. Yeah, that's that's very much what I was thinking. Just yeah, like, this which... idea of like these things can't like I think I don't know how I feel about this thing specifically, Berserk, but it's mm-hmm. just like this notion of like a perpetuality is very inherent to, I mean, not only Shonen Jump, but like, I mean, what's the analog for Shonen Jump? Fucking Marvel comics, right? Like just this forever. I mean, comics writing is fraught for the fact that it is short serialized versions of a work that, you know, if you were a comic set, I don't disparage you, but it's what makes manga easier for me to consume in that I know where the starting point is it's chapter one, volume yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. To either the like termination of that manga or the actual conclusion. Comics, unfortunately, is like, oh, do you want a serialization that came out? Do you want a specific storyline? Which will differ from author to author. And I don't know. Like, I, I would definitely yeah. put One Piece as the thing most congruent to Berserk in terms of just not just influence, but also density so yeah comics comics tends to be there there are already multiple hands and minds put into a particular character's origin story from the very beginning it already was conceived with like not a singular (laughs) idea and it already was diverging from the very moment a character's story lands on a page right so it's it's yeah like i agree it's difficult to 
pinpoint a character's like um, starting point, a, a story's starting point. When as is, like, there's a lot of stories that re- revisit the exact same so same origin story, but then that's like in a way a different character at that point. Um, I, I I think I, manga does benefit from the fact that there is there tends to be like a streamlined um, path, right? From yeah, from where you get yeah, from where is a point one, but where the point B is all unclear, right? That's the problem, right? It's like you know the perf- there, the internal. The eternal ongoing serial without unclear end. I think a lot about Detective Conan. Like, I don't... Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you know, and there are definitely ones where it's like, um, your gag manga can definitely be much more situational or your four coma, but um, also to at least uh, gauge, I think, what a few of us have been getting into, like, having recently read through the Kaguya-sama manga and being caught up with it, it is that one is an interesting case of what would have been originally just very habitual situational rendering into its whole narrative which where i've caught up to it really brings this like it it reminded me a lot of iran high school host club in terms of just the like audacity of where its narrative is going and just like how much it revels in the way that things are going on. Like there is stuff later on coming up that I would love if someone in that like creative process room said, Hey, let's borrow the ending from Oran for like the specific scene. I would hoot and holler about it. Cause it would feel so like it, it would be a very specific passing of the torch that I would appreciate. But uh, before we even get there, we've got the uh, school festival stuff. And uh, John, I know you've been catching up with stuff. Rose, I don't know if you've been like here and there on it. What do you think so far about Kaguya now that it's gearing up for its like last yeah. part of this run? So I I've read the manga as well. Um, I dr- I read it all, or I read up to the point that it was current when season two was out, and then I have not read any past since then. Because I'm awful okay. at keeping up with manga. <laughs> That's um, fair. Yeah, and I, what I remember is I really liked this arc. Um, I liked, I I think that this is the time where the show has like developed. Well, like the series, I guess I should just say, if it's like a broader standpoint, really develops its like payoffs and stuff, which is is always its strongest point is its payoff to jokes it sets up way earlier and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like the, the way this is successful here is not just the jokes, but also like, you know, the seriousness, these character building, like you have an yeah. idea of who Kagi is, Shirogane, et cetera. Like it's. Also the stakes at this point, because yeah, um, for, for those who may not be entirely caught up, like, we have just learned that uh, Shin- not Shinomiya, uh, Shiragane is gearing up to go to Stanford to like study abroad, and basically like after an entire year of just like, well, they want this stuff. He's like, "Dog, I'm gonna be away soon. I gotta, I just gotta actually go ahead and ask her out so we can actually like start something instead of just living in the regret of it." And I think it's a very like. Uh, this whole 
getting to that point in retrospect, this whole series or this whole season just being a lot of just like Shir uh, Shiragani focusing on his confidence definitely has a lot more comedic payoff. I think back to the rap episode, but also is like I don't know. It's also just very good characterization and just seeing. Yeah the character work that's come up from this point. And also they have his dad in it a lot more going forward. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. His like, dad becomes his such a fucking incredible man. Fucking incredible. Amazing man. <laughs> fucking insane. The dad has lore. The dad has so much lore. <laughs> it's fucking factory. It's fucking bankrupt. Ugh. Ugh. You'll see. John, when you get to see his fucking dad as a YouTuber, you will lose your mind. God bless. That's all I'm going to say. You'll you'll love it. It's it's like all those fucking insane YouTube people you look up all the time. Thank God. Honestly. All right. Yeah, I don't really have too much um, but to yeah, add. Yeah, what do you think? That. Yeah. I, it's it, it's been very funny and very good so far, and I'm looking forward to seeing how things are going to shake out. Yeah. It's a good series. It's fantastic. And I'm continually impressed by the production values on this. I know we made jokes about A1 Pictures earlier, but for Rio, like, the way they put their all into Kaguya is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the ending makes so much more sense having caught up with the manga. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily or- got there, but... Yeah, if you read further on, it, like there, there is a point that I like got in, and I'm just like, oh shit! Literally, just like shaking with anticipation of what was coming <laughs> up. It's a good series. It's really good. Um, just while we're on the topic of the weekly ones, um, John, you were talking about it earlier, but Kong Ming, uh. I'm sorry, Kavitai Jean. I cannot put up with you when you're on the show. I don't give a shit. What is going on with that little man? I don't give a shit. It's because nothing he does has anything to do with the rest of the characters. They, like, made this big concept of, like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring in this rapper to help her out. And now but he doesn't just, do anything with her. He's doing his own shit. He's just off doing his own rap game stuff. And it's not good. I don't care. It's not good rap, No. His friend who has a YouTube channel is, like, maybe one of the worst rappers. He's up there with that persona rapper who said in the house like carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) I have no respect for him. I'm sorry. It's not good. I don't don't like it. It wasn't good. I I did actively skip it this episode. Like, his, like, big rap battle that he did. I don't know what happened in it because I just skipped it because I don't care. Well, barely anything happened. Right. Didn't matter. Right. The real stuff here was the the women's hour. It really there was an but... hour's worth of women content. Yeah, I I still have faith in Kabutaiji. <laughs> I have faith that maybe they can get there with him, but I feel like this was a real chance for like them to ingratiate the the you know his characterization and like background and stuff into an Ico like conversation and they just did not they made fake steve alki instead (laughs) it's really funny but like i i feel like there was a way to like 
you know, for her, like to really get into her background, to really get into how that was reflected with the people around her and stuff like that. I think Nanamine is good. I think she's a good foil to have and a good, like, you know, gal pal. But it's like... It's nice that she I, actually I, introdu- like interacts with the other characters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Uh, I just would have liked to see a little bit more with Kabe. Anything. That's fair. I just keep... I just keep thinking about the tweet that says Kabe versus Mori, like Mori Calliope. Like that is, that is the quality of rap he is bringing. Come on. I'm sorry. I just, I think like when he was doing like the first rap battle with Kong Ming was okay. Like that was fine. He was doing okay. And then it's this like under the bridge stuff. I, I mean, you, you know why that was interesting is because it was actually like a plot part of the plot. Yeah, that's that is really the problem. You're right, John. That is really the problem. Hanging out with some rap is crap folks oh, over here. No, 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 no. It's the opposite, Maverick. It's because I like rap, and I don't want to hear Kave to say I'm cool. That's fair. Like I, I he's he, good in the ending. That's at least he is good say. in the ending. He is good in the ending. And like I said, I think his earlier stuff, like when they were showing his like earlier like pre stomach ulcer type stuff, that was fine. And then the like everything in that arc was fine. And then like re- now he's just like, mm, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know enough about rap battles to care. Oh, okay. Here, here's my equivalent. Uh, th- those girls needed to learn a new song. And I'm glad they seem to be learning a new song because they really played that song one too many, many times. fucking times. That's the only other complaint, which is really stark because I just rewatched the first few episodes with my girlfriend, and those first few episodes have a ton of songs. They have like four different songs. Um, and well, then hey, everything seems ap- to be all right. Yeah, and now it's just that every. <laughs> Because you give me whispers of love all night, like right. it's. But I'm alone tonight, <laughs> and I don't know how I to don't stop. Know how to stop heaving sighs? <laughs> I really want to get it out of my mind. <laughs> uh, no, but you like it, the show's you. still good. I just, I, the fact that this is an arc that doesn't have a lot of Kongming because they need to introduce, you know, Nanami and stuff. It just, I really felt like. I, there was a way to do it, a good Kabe stuff in this arc, and I just don't think they did enough good Kabe stuff. It's it's one thing to have a get back to your roots type thing. It's another thing to actually deliver on it, and I don't think they delivered on it enough in a compelling way. <laughs> um, like it really is, like John said, like I, it needed more like interconnectedness with the main plot. Otherwise, it just felt honestly. If they were doing mm. this stuff like before. He got in there with them. That would be one thing. Like, oh yeah. yeah, here's him like getting his getting back on his feet, like meeting up with his old friends and figuring out. Oh yeah, I can do this still. That would be one thing. But the fact that like he's supposed to have his confidence back, and you know he's doing the rap battles and he's you know he's signing up with 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 Kome and the crew, and now he's just like, say like just he's just nowhere near them. Yeah, it just feels very incongruous. It doesn't. It feels like like I I for I can definitely understand wanting to portray the nature of music as this like you know it's not always in like you're going to have 
you know, hills and valleys, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to go have ups and downs. It's going to go back and forth. But I do think that it is insane to have like that resolution of that his arc be like, we're going to work together. And then they literally do not work together. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get to a point where they do, but it it is, it was very strange to me. It is, yeah. Um, before I I, I I have a common writer discussion with Maverick, I want to get in with LV. LV. Yes, hello. You got two things here. Why don't you tell me about both of them? Because one will probably sure. not be pretty quick, but... Sure. Um, um, give me the katana check-in. The katana check-in. I am now more episodes in than when I last tried to watch the series. Uh, it nice. is June, so that means I, I finished the sixth episode. Um, as a as a reiteration, as a recollect, I I am rewatching, uh, trying to rewatch Katana Gatari, um, in the way it is meant to be watched, which is one episode per month. Um, and for sure, I can say right now, this is a more ideal experience compared to how I struggled a lot compared to watching it before. Um, it's going by, and the episodes kind of feel more quicker that way. Um, they don't feel like close to an hour. I mean, they're more accurately 45 plus minutes, but, um, the pacing definitely feels astronomically better. And I I think the, the spacing between each episode and the length of each episode as a result is more justified in that regard, especially in in terms of the dispensing of information. Um, episode six is where they almost kill the child, but they didn't. And I think I'm thankful for it. (laughs) I am glad the child. That's how you know they're the heroes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But in terms of like, in terms of the recent anime that will be ending soon of the season, the fucking horse jockey show is off its shits. It it was off its shits from the start and it's (laughs) off its shits still now to the end. And I think it will remain off its shits to the, to the very bitter end. Um, uh, Maverick, you can feel free, free, feel free to chime in, assuming you're up to date as I oh, am. Oh, believe me, I finished. Yeah, the, ho- the horse I've, died. I, the I horse saw the screen cap. What? <laughs> a horse died. Uh, the show had a dramatic tonal shift more than halfway through this series. So, what's his face is no longer part of Mister Doctor. <laughs> um, so right, it has the whole, this whole bullshit thing with the main character being like, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to be an idol anymore. Um, I want to do horse jockey, and unfortunately, we got we got we got kind of like a fat phobia situation here, where his manager slash producer again, she's depicted as an overweight woman. She's shitty. She's like fucked up. She's like uh, she's just a bitch, right? She's just <laughs> she's just a bitch, you know, a classic case of overbearing producer manager who's just awful and. She's she's always shitting on him. He's like, you're bad. You're, we see <laughs> same thing. We're, we secretly recorded you at the horse jockey ranch, and look how fucking bad you are. <laughs> we we're gonna post this online and see what the fans. That literally was a whole thing. I was like, what is going on? Um, this was before he gets into that horse accident. He gets into an accident. He breaks up. He breaks and fucks up his arm. He's hospitalized. She's still shitting on him. It's like okay. <laughs> He manages to sneak out to do the horse riding test. Yes. And he passes. And then we have a time skip. We have suddenly a time skip 
more than so halfway like through the series. We're a couple years, years in the future. Yeah, a year in the future. We're in, we're in twenty twenty five or twenty twenty four according to this series now. <laughs> we're in the horse future. Um, he's no longer in the idol his idol group. You know, she's like, you're fired. You just you're fine. Okay, you 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 suck at this horse thing, but I guess we don't need you anymore. And he's like, huh, sure, I will. Uh, be a horse jockey. It will be the best horse jockey ever. Time skip, 2024, 2025. The color palette looks slightly grayer. <laughs> Everything is a little more grim. Um. The, the guy who was speaking English is no longer doing his English jokes anymore. Well, yeah, I, and then a horse died. It's, it suddenly got really serious out of nowhere when uh, throughout most of the series, right, as we try our best to explain this horse jockey show that is not about horse jockeying, it's all these fucking characters doing having bets, weird shit. Uh, a guy keeps speaking English for some reason. Um... And then out of nowhere, now they're actually focusing on the horse jockeying? We have four episodes left, dog. Are you fucking kidding me? We, we, we wasted eight plus episodes not actually focusing on horse jockeying. And you're now going to fucking tell me that because this main character no longer is an idol, we're actually going to focus on horse jockeying. Sure. And then they kill a horse. <laughs> uh, so that's the, where the we are at The horse has a bad leg. And <laughs> yes, yeah. As classic I learned case, you from, have to kill the horse. <laughs> as I learned from the Crunchyroll comments, again, just the new bodybuilder.com for <laughs> the internet. Um, Does the dog injuries. die? Well, the horse dies. So that's the warning. Uh, specifically for racehorse industry, like, uh, horse injury is not just, like, immediately like rep it cannot just like repair itself like yeah you know if you break an arm that's fine it'll heal because that's the way our bodies are set up but if a horse is injured in a non-race context it'll just be a lame horse and it'll like still be fine unfortunately when your business is about being able to afford racehorses for the purpose of racing and constantly using their legs Euthanasia is the easier and cost-effective like uh, solution there. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, and it, that's very much the common practice, especially in terms of like agriculture and using a horse as a workhorse. Like, unfortunately, yeah. from the perspective of like objective perspective, you know, not seeing the animal as an animal, but seeing the animal as yeah, a working tool. You know, unfortunately, this is a tool that can't be repaired. And, and I think what is uh -huh. it? This came because of a. The kid Shun, the the island yes. kid, yes, who used his powers of horse observation to go like, oh, he should be fine. It <laughs> didn't work out. The girl who loved the horse hates him now. Yes, and the, the horse hates when, him now. When he tries to uh, use his horse powers on the new <laughs> prospect, he can't do it anymore. No, the magic's gone. This, the we're, magic's we're in gone. real life now. And the, uh, it ends with like one of the older trainers at like this. Uh, like at the horse care camp that they're at, like or at the stables that they're working at, coming in and be like, "Hey, where are you? Where'd you go?" <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> this might be just the fanfare of adolescence, as <laughs> we are. <laughs> the girl is still I, a girl. Yeah, she's still a girl. The girls are still just girls. They just. There's a new the, bossy lady the, none who's of the, bossy none of and a lady. these characters are developed. Like, we have a time skip, and I still don't know who the fuck these people are. We've, it we only lost... ever focuses on the three boys, which is the main idol boy, and then 
guy, blonde guy one. Uh, <laughs> dirty blonde and then American. Dirty blonde. blonde. Yeah, you're right. He's dirty blonde and he's like, he, it's actually kind of like a long haircut. Yeah. Um, or British blonde or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think we actually lost at least like two to four of the characters in the time skip. But they don't show that. They don't fucking show like what happened. Did they... Are they going to show next episode? Like I just well, don't. Well, no, because the uh, the bob the uh, the bob cut kid gave yes. up. Yeah, he did. He was too fat. Right. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, because once again, the show. Does, yeah. Yeah. Well, as at we the see with the manager, that hate shows that the, yes. uh, that one shows the reality of horse shocking, where it's like the like introduction of a weight class or a weight limit. Yes. Can just ruin you if you are trying to do this young and yeah. puberty just like. Hits right. or just like the way that like the body rests at specific right. weights. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that one is better than the fucking other one, but yeah, yeah. Well, but they we we it, it had never at any point actually spent any um, like investment in any of these characters' emotional journeys. Um, the girl is just a girl. <laughs> That's her only thing. Um, and. And now we're here, and I'm like, huh, half a show was missing. More than half a show was missing, I think, in between this quote-unquote time skip and the insane slice of life shenanigans that were happening in the first six to seven episodes. Uh, Why did the horse dying thing happen this late? I feel, I feel like if this is a show about horses, that that's like a... a, a, a uh, a dramatic storyline you have to thrust upon that anyway, <laughs> like some point in a I mean, I get it because like they're at a training <laughs> camp and it's like, it, sure. it, it would be fucked if you killed a horse at the training camp. But now that it's like, oh, you're like taking your first step into the world of professional jockeying and horse raising, like going like, you know, this is part of the business, but also... God, I wish I was better equipped to do this thing or whatever the fuck. It, uh, again, it ranks higher for me than Shikimori, which has just become the one joke. And yeah. this last week's episode, yeah, that's I just... Yeah, fair. fair. I just started skipping through that shit at the end because I'm just like, okay, you love her. Cool. <laughs> and... uh a Cuck Cucks, <laughs> which... I didn't even like listen to the audio of this last episode. I was just watching a podcast instead. I really like dropped after episode one because there was just this vibe to me of insane one jokiness, and I was already watching Hattori Bochi, which does the one joke way better. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. But yeah. I'm sad to see that it was true. <laughs> really, I I'm sad. It's sad. Unfortunately. So horse dying five stars. Uh, Shikamori <laughs> two stars. <laughs> well, what did I rank it right now? Because uh, oh yeah. Well, to change things up, they have to kill a horse in that one. You know, that's that's what they got to do. <laughs> they got to. <laughs> So, out of a 10-point scale, Cux is at a 3, Shikamori is at a 5, Fanfare is at a 6 for me. Mm. Wow. Love All Play is at a 7. Okay. And then some assorted 8s and 9s, which actually I will update. Wow. 
I was about to say, like, I can't believe you're one of those sickos that updates week to week, but honestly, I respect it. I really I do. don't. I, I just remember when I can actually, like, afford to get it all in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get you. I, I respect it. Either way. Either way, I respect it immensely. That's fair. Um, which, uh, again, respecting immensely uh, brings me into... Uh, you. I, I finished A Common Writer a while ago. Um... I don't think I talked about it when how it finished. Maybe I did. I don't think so, yeah. Okay, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Um, and then I want to talk to you about the newer one. Uh, mm-hmm. so Common Rider Ghost is like 2015, 2016. Uh, I finished it. I've talked about it on the show a little before, but I finished it a little bit back. And that show is really insane. Um, it's one of the more maligned recent Common Riders, and I can yeah, sort of I see why. Um it's not outrageously bad or anything. It has some fun ideas. It has some cool, like, gimmicks. Like, the whole thing's, like, you know, all the... It's, like, sort of like Fate, honestly. Like, here we got Musashi. We got Thomas Edison or whatever. And they're my power-ups. <laughs> um, but it just really doesn't have a through line at any given point. It doesn't have an idea of what it's trying to do or, like, what the point of it is. Like, at the end, they do... Th- to give you an idea, at the end, like, with ten episodes left, they introduce, like, or not even ten, like, eight episodes left, they introduce a clone of one of the main characters who just, like, keeps getting blown up and then coming back by just, like, walking from behind a tree near where he blew up before. And then he's like, I'm you now. And the other guy's like, what does that mean? And he just goes... I'm you. Are you sure you're you? And I'm like, Kingdom oh Hearts? But then, huh. <laughs> that dude says. just dies at one point. And then it's just like, okay, now your current super form has a little bit of an aura going on with it. So, it was like, eight episodes to the final episode where he just does one cool move. And it was just like, what was that? And just a lot of that for everyone. Just really inconsistent. And I think the thing that really paints the biggest picture is that the final episode is just has Common Rider X Aid, the gamer Common Rider there. Oh, do they just use that as an introduction yeah, to X Aid? Yeah, and they just use the last episode of the series as an introduction Ooh, to X Aid. Ooh, that's rough. It was like, wow, I I, uh, I can see <laughs> something went down here. And, and I hear a lot of good things about X-Aid. It's pretty fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you've been watching Kamen Rider Revice, which I feel has a much better through line going on, and I think is much better. Uh, but I'm curious to see yeah. what you think of it. You're still in the early goings on, right? Yeah. I, last I watched, I was on like episode six or seven, I believe. Mm-hmm was meaning to watch to at least get up to episode 12 because that's when Kamen Rider Jean is in, but uh, no, I enjoy it so far. I I like that. I think the ratio of exposition to weekly narrative can definitely, you know, teeter with some stories, but I, I appreciate that in this one, the whole concept of like your inner demon or whatever just gets glanced over. It, it's more just like, know that this is a concept we'll play around with it as we go don't sweat it too much yeah i appreciate some of the common writer series that are much less 
interested in just like detailing every little thing and more just establishing at least the uh rotation that's there and you know i really do like the uh personalities of the dead mans just the uh fact that they're all e- evil for the sake of being evil and developing that a little bit they remind me of the uh i forget the name of the constellation enemies in the uh the zodiac zodiarts zodiarts yeah like the head zodiarts and where it's just like yeah. we're here by association but not necessarily because we like one another i always appreciate a petty villain league absolutely i don't know i also just like really give props to the suit design for just being so audacious so revice being an anniversary writer specifically the 50th anniversary writer um you know, since Decade, there's been a tradition of just continuing, or every anniversary writer since Decade is more or less just like the, oh, my power is, I can use other people's powers, or, you know, give homage to other series. It's been Decade, Zio. Revice, I appreciate, does it differently, where since it's much more about the franchise as a whole, the uh, collectible toys that you get, the uh, V-stamps, are all just modeled after different common writers from the past, and those are just re, uh, Revice's power-ups. And, I don't know, it's neat. Like, the use of CG is definitely, like, apparent, but also, I've been watching since, like, Gaim, and the yeah. there was <laughs> definitely... Yeah. I would say Gaim was more like liberal in its use of CGI than Revices. And Revice is the one where they literally do like uh formation moves to turn into a big CG uh, So I was gonna say like that those parts are pretty rough, I would say, in the CGI department. But I think when they ingratiate the CGI into the fight scenes, it actually looks pretty good in a revise most of the time. Like just the the effects on the punches and stuff like that, I mean. Uh, you won't yeah, have gotten any of the crazy stuff yet, but... It, it's never been at a point that I'm just, like, checked out of it, which I appreciate. There's a lot of really cool stuff later with some lightning powers and stuff that I think they do a good job of, like, having, like, dashes look cool and stuff. Right. Um, that that series really changes as it goes. Um, I think the Dead Mans get really good characterizations as it keeps going like that they, they have a lot of fun with it yeah um, uh, i yeah. will say the suit design for the monsters themselves can definitely be kind of mm-hmm. lacking which is unfortunate because like you know tokusatsu lives and dies with its suit designs yeah i think that's been a problem with recent common rider stuff in general if i'm being honest with you like when i think about o's and how dynamic all of those designs are for the enemies and stuff like that um i feel like the modern common writers have leaned more into well we want to make a lot more heroes right like there's always like a secondary and third writer and even fourth writer a lot of the time it, it definitely feels like it's following in the footsteps of like uh blade or agito in terms of just you know Having a team of writers and then also, like, uh, anti-hero writers and, like, Ryuki and stuff. Yeah. But this is, like, 
this is the same thing as build where for a lot of it where it's like we have a couple unique designs that are fine but we also just have like you know in build the fucking bike chain enemy the fucking bike right. chain smash or whatever is this like yeah it, there's definitely been a trend more towards like seeing where that design goes and i i have also been disappointed by that similarly but i i do think as it goes they keep making cool there's a really cool one in the last new episode that i i really liked it's like uh oh yeah like it's not to say that i'm checked out of it entirely but it's definitely yeah no i get you because i felt knowing that it's supposed to at least follow some or or that they're based off of like an animal motif again there are some where it definitely is sort of just like you sure about that (laughs) yeah the fucking there's a I think there's a kangaroo one that's really like yeah t- sure buddy that's a kangaroo I guess um yeah that I I really like revise I think it's 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 cool um but the thing that really gets to me it's still like I think I said the first time I watched it is it is so frenetic in a way that I can't think of another common rider that is as fast to go as this one is with everything yeah like it just bounces it just bounces and i i think it's been mostly good with that as it continues to go uh because it keeps a good pace and doesn't get you bored but it's uh really something uh i i wish this stuff was readily accessible in the united states like through oh, normal means it would save so much time. It's just like, I think about how many people would love Common Rider, right? And it's just like, even just that, like, having to torrent it is too much for a lot of people. It sucks. Okay, we're kind of ran a little bit long with that preview, so are you all fine with uh, calling it here? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just as always, any questions or... I'm going to check real quick. Okay. No. Okay. Well, uh, next time we are watching Thunderbolt Fantasy, I am really liking Thunderbolt Fantasy, by the way. Uh, And you can find that on Crunchyroll. We're going to talk all about that next time. Uh, The season should be coming to an end soon as well, Mm -hmm. right around then. So we'll have a whole bunch of that stuff. Um, Yeah, as always, go to patreon.com slash VGCC three dollars gets you everything one week early um again just just saying it again more anime requests always welcome just in the comments whatever anything uh where we still have a few but you know always welcome to have a bit more in the rotation mix it up um and yeah um thank you all for joining me uh I'm glad we all made it here, even though we thought we wouldn't. Uh, and uh, see you all next time on another episode of Unlimited Railworks. See ya.